strange. And it's time for Strange Wines with host Tom Cap from Strange Brew Podcast. And this is Juan from the Juan on Juan Podcast. Let's get strange. Welcome back to another Strange Wands. Oh, Strange Wands. <laughs> we obviously know that you guys like me better as a host. It's okay. You got to put up with Tom. Yeah. It's, it's, it's fine. Dude, it feels like we've been pumping these shows out. We, we, this is like the fifth episode we do in like... Last week we did like three or four podcasts, right? We be, yeah, well, yeah, we did two, yeah, we did three, but I didn't record on the one for Patreon, so that will be coming out soon. Um, we'll probably do that very soon. But me and Juan for the Patreon uh, are gonna do get into a strange news episode because we're gonna do things like strange news. There's gonna be strange, creepy stories. There's gonna be a bunch of strange things on the Patreon. So watch out for that shit. And that's how you can support us the best is uh, listening to the extra content that we pump out. We'll probably have a rant episode soon, but. Uh, yeah, when this comes out, it'll be two weeks after it. But I think, I think I've convinced uh, my girlfriend, my woman, to go to the Freedom Rally with me on fucking Saturday because we're recording the on fuck a Monday. Is that? The Worldwide Freedom Rally, bud. There's a worldwide freedom rally going on. It's all over. You guys over. are an American sit down. No, we're this ever, is America. It's happening in the States. It's happening in fucking Rome, uh, London, England, uh, Australia, fucking everywhere. So it's like there's, it's happening in like Edmonton in Canada and Sarnia, Toronto, London, St. John's. I've never heard of that, bro. It's a worldwide freedom rally. You got to watch TikTok a little more there, bud. You're giving your energy to the fucking reptilians, bro. You're, I'm telling you. Dude, so I, I, not, I not she's good. like, I'm not going to fucking Toronto because Toronto's probably gonna be packed full of people because they always are with their protesting shit. But um, we're probably gonna go to London, Ontario, which is a big city that's about an hour away. So I'm, I think I may have convinced her. She said maybe, and usually she's like, no, when it comes to me wanting to fucking go protest and, <laughs> and do shit like I that. I thought you, I thought you were gonna say some cool shit like I got her to come on the show. That'd be pretty. I'd listen to that shit if she came. Eventually, on the show. one day, I told her that. I would like to have uh, her on for like a Patreon episode just to kind of shoot the shit. And so the fans can get to know the woman that has put up with me for 11 years. I don't, I don't <laughs> even think she likes you all that much, bro. Just oh, between fuck, me and you. Man. Anyways, yeah, I'm this pretty, is a crazy my, case. My nipples are pretty hard for today's episode. This and is fucking nuts. I, I enjoyed looking into it and I forgot how I came across it because I know it wasn't a Mr. Ballin. It was something. I was watching something on YouTube about different dimensions and all this bullshit, and it came up. That's uh, dope. And it came up, and I and I shot you a message right as soon yeah, as I heard yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And up. I was like, I, I didn't. I never even heard of this shit. Usually, I know, like I listen to usually listen. I usually listen to all the coast to coast and stuff. And I'm sure that maybe I heard about it when I was a teenager, but like this is like pretty fresh to me that I don't. I don't really remember hearing about this chick, and the and uh, I'm re- and right now still banned from Facebook. I got off of my ban for literally like I don't know eight hours, and then I got banned again because nice. because I was I was trying I'm promoting the fucking uh, the sexual alien encounter episode we did, which is hilarious. <laughs> but I did some art for it where it's just like this is chick and she's <laughs> naked, and there's these aliens with dicks all around them. It's fucking yeah, I funny. Saw that. I was like, that's pretty pretty risky. And then, yeah, and then so she had her nipples covered, and I put the sp- symbol on her vagina, but it still got flagged for nudity. I'm like, how the fuck? No. It's a bunch of alien guys around her. 
I don't understand. That wasn't that wasn't a good a good decision, Tom. Not now, that you make any I'm good banned, decisions. I was to just begin banned with, for fucking ninety days. Now I'm banned for another thirty days. It's making yikes. me sick of social media because I'm just trying to promote the podcast. I think somebody reported as nudity, even though I made sure there was no nudity in the photo. Oh, you gotta fuck. make sure that you appease our reptilian tech overlords, Pretty or they're much. gonna they're gonna they're gonna whip you, bro. But uh, I you. was thinking, uh, how does some fans shout this out? A couple of fans want uh, this to happen, so we might do it. I might start a fucking Reddit page. So, and then we can post whatever the fuck we want, as long as it's not I don't illegal. know why you haven't. I'm, we're going to start it now, because I'm getting sick of uh, fuck books, so. Yeah, Reddit, Reddit is amazing. So, yeah, follow me on social media at The 101 Podcast, YouTube, The 101 Podcast, and on TikTok at The 101 Podcast. Yeah, everywhere is Strange Brew Podcast now, or Instagram used to be Strange Brew Canada. Now, Strange Room Podcast. Follow that. I want everyone to beef up the Instagram because um, who knows how long I'll have Facebook until I throw my fucking computer at the wall or my phone. So, well, let's get into it. So let's today we're going to be it. talking about Stella Langsing and and what did I tell you we we're going to name it? The the ghost photographs or something like the, that. The ghost. The ghost photographer, which yeah, we could so. eventually near Halloween. I don't know if we'll get into it with uh, Bilbo or or some strange dudes that I have on uh, the main episodes of Strange Your Podcast. But I would like to cover. You can't really see them, but there's a lot of weird ghost photos that we could talk about from like history. You know what I yeah. mean? Because they did the double yeah, exposure and stuff like that, and some of them are real, some of them are faked. So, so this, this one is a little bit different, yeah, and, and that's the crazy. reason it really caught my attention. And I'm getting, there's not a lot of information on this on YouTube or the internet. No, so I'm I looked reading. for a couple videos on YouTube. I could, I could only find like two or three of just some guy with a very shitty camera yeah. being like, yeah. this is an interesting story. And I was like, cool. I'm reading this <laughs> off of a blog post on ghosttheory.com, and it's called Stella Langsing Photo- uh, Photographs from Beyond. And we'll get into it. So Stella was a middle... Beyond. Well, that is way too long. You need to shorten that shit up. <laughs> I got a couple of those weird ones. I got a bunch of stupid shit on this. You don't have the the what's it called the the X Files? Oh, I got that shit. I guess it is more X Filey. Stella Langsing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so Stella Langsing was a middle-aged housewife from Massachusetts who, in 1961 began experiencing strange and otherworldly events that over time led her down a bizarre path of UFOs, strange humanoid creatures, men in black, and visions of other worlds, most of which she managed to capture on different types of film. Here we take a look at Stella Langsing's work and research into a nightmare that followed her throughout her adult life, the life of Stella Langsing, photographs from beyond, and... I'm usually a skeptic when it comes to things like this, especially back then that there wasn't the internet. Yeah. And you could, like you said, you can modify You could fake a, it. There's double exposure you, shit you that could. they use. Yeah, exactly. And, and there's different things you could have done. Maybe not perhaps Photoshop, but what I like about this case in particular is that it was, they tried to debunk it and it really wasn't, uh, they weren't successful. So it all began in a cool September day in 1961 when Stella noticed a bright, Hovering orb outside her home in Northampton, Massachusetts. Yeah, the object, and it was like somewhere. Uh, I thought I heard too. It was like down the street that she was like. It, some would say yeah. it was in front of his house, but since she was like going for a walk, and then she yeah. saw these weird ass orbs, which is trippy. 
So the object hovered at a tree line level off in the distant sky before zooming closely to her, stopping in midair between her house and her neighbor's garage. That terrifying incident, although short, marked the beginning of Stella's journey. Too fucking long, Tom. <laughs> Cut those fucking... <laughs> so, and this reminds me of, of the Skinwalker Ranch, right? My yeah, friend yeah. Ryan... He's had a lot of a, a lot of run-ins with these strange lights, orbs of lights. He's had run-ins with with humanoid. Well, I uh, I don't know if I I told you. I think it's on my Tommy. Uh, well, now it's I call my my Instagram is now the Raptilian for anyone who wants to follow that. I saw that it was the username was available, so I'm like, this is meant to be. But I I think it's still up. It's old posts. I'll see if I can find it and maybe repost it. But when me and my woman were out for a walk like two years ago, I was just taking she was taking photographs of like me with the dog on this bridge, and twice we caught these bright green orbs and green has to do with nature and stuff. They're usually like, uh, nature entities, like who knows, like pixies or gay shit like that. But why it was like clear as fuck green ass orb in two different fucking pictures. Like it moved. It's, it was fucking trippy. I'll see if I can find it on my Instagram and send it to you or something or repost it. Cause it's fucked. The ones that Ryan has run into, there are these these in the middle of the Skinwalker Ranch territory. Yeah, yeah there are these huge, huge balls of of light that just follow him around. Huge balls. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> and they follow him around, That's and fucked. they make no noise. They they go super fast, and they, they say that he says that they've like almost chased him. They've I've caught orbs around. on camera before. I caught orbs uh, when we were fo- uh, taking photos in an old. Um, wax museum in Niagara Falls. Uh, the the po- the picture of me on my Facebook where I have Jason behind me or whatever that was there. Um, but I po- like that whole weekend we caught weird pictures of orbs in that, and it's a really old wax museum. And then there's a picture of me and my girlfriend took it for trying to fuck with me, but I, we were drunk and I was just taking a piss and um, I was naked and there was a fucking bright red orb behind me in a fucking hotel room. There's I think no you way. Told me about that yeah, one, and it, it was just trippy because, you know, and at the time I was kind of a fuckhead and I was kind of going crazy and this was when I was a lot younger and I was kind of mentally unstable and angry all the time and that was... You were mentally yeah, unstable? Yeah. and that uh, the red is due with like fucking like a dark entity or like evil energy and shit, but there's all sorts of different interpretations of it. Yeah. So, strange lights. During the Great Northeast blackout of 1965, Stella was driving to deliver candles to a friend, to a friend's house, or to a friend whose house had also been swallowed up by the rolling darkness that swept through the neighborhoods. En route via Flint Street, Stella noticed a bright light overhead. She saw the same glowing object that visitor that visited her four years before. Oh, shit. This time, however, was traveling through the telephone poles along the highway she was driving down. That's fucking trippy. Her terror and confusion was temporarily hijacked by a strange dark car that seemed to suddenly appear on the highway. The black car was a few feet ahead of Stella and appeared to be driven by the light. The black car then rolled off the highway down a hill to a standstill. As Stella slowly slowly drove past it, she got a sense that the occupants of the car were looking as the bright orb suddenly dipped below the telephone wires and into the nearby field. From there, Stella saw the light flying northwest before flaring up into the dark sky. She kept her car moving until she reached the safety of her friend's house. So, 
you know, I, I we should probably do an episode on the Men in Black because we haven't really talked yeah, about was, the Men uh, in Black, right? I was debating on doing that on Strange Brew with Billy. I don't know. Or we could all three join in for that one because the Men in Black is a very deep uh, topic. There's a lot of levels to it. So I was debating. It is on my list to get into it later on if we cover on Strange Wands or or on Strange Brew, either one. But it is. It would, I imagine, be a two-hour fucking episode because there's so much meat What's to it. What's that movie? I know there's a famous movie. And I just watched that, that uh, Men was... in Black when I was drunk the other night. Not not the, not not Men in Black with Will Smith. Isn't there a movie that was like the Men in Black, but they were they were alien? What's that one? Was it Signs? Signs. I want to say it was Scary Movie uh, Three. Uh, I want to say, yeah, it might have been one of those stupid movies, like the, <laughs> the like the, yeah, yeah. I think I'm, that's because Leslie, about. I think Lens, uh, Leslie Nielsen, the one guy, is like fucking one of the Men in Black guys, and then they're like they're hanging out with the aliens, and he's like, yeah, they pee out their finger. No, and but stuff. there's there's a movie where like they were like it was like Superman in Black, like super, uh, and they were just like they had like no facial expression. It was, it was whatever. Mm. I'll, I'll think of it later. Yeah, so let me know. That this sounds like a fun s- porno. Stella's little visitor. That sounds like a fun porno. <laughs> two years, two years passed, and Stella continued to see strange lights in the sky, that at times would follow her. Her children were no exception to the eerie events. There were incidents in which they were present when Stella saw the orbs of light. Uh, saw the orbs of lights. She had mentioned her experiences only to her family and close friends by the mid to late sixties. Still unaware of what these lights were or what they wanted, she would never imagine what horrors would soon come to visit her. And this one, this is one of my favorite encounters that she had. It was on the night of Halloween of 1966 when Stella had a terrifying encounter with a strange grotesque creature. Uh, Damn, bitch, I was just going for a swim. Around (laughs) 7.20 p.m., she parked her car facing the water of a nearby lake. Just as Stella was about to cut off her headlights, she saw... A head yeah. bobbing up and down scary. the dark and frigid waters of the lake. That was, I was just going for a swim, dude. Her eyes stuck to the emerging figure from the water. Stella described it as wearing a black skull cap. Scared Is that out of your her haircut, mind. Juan? Yeah. Scared <laughs> out of her mind, Stella punched her car in reverse and pulled away she from the She got the, the fuck shoreline. out of there. It, well, it's like the swamp thing coming out of there. Fuck, imagine seeing that. Like, especially if it's you're like alone. some shit from, what's that, what's that, uh, the show Strange, Stranger Things? Yeah. Well, or the or the comic book series now, you know, um, I would like to watch it um, if I could find it, but it's the Swamp Thing series that they put out where, you know, like Swamp Thing is not a, he's not a bad creature. He just wants to be loved in the original, like, um... 19, I don't I think it was like 1930s or 40s when all the Universal Monsters were a big thing. Swamp Thing was like a big movie. Uh, this woman Have falls you, in love with the swamp creature because he just wants I to be loved. May I speak to you about our Lord and Savior Cthulhu, please? <laughs> and she's just fucking coming out of the water like rah, fucking trying to eat her and shit. What Scared out of her mind. <laughs> <laughs> Scared out of her mind, Stella punched the car in reverse and pulled away from the shoreline. She was uncomfortably close. In the panic of things, she managed to see the humanoid-looking thing had crawled its way onto the shore and began running towards a peninsula that was 60 meters away from her house. (laughs) Yeah. Astra adjusted her car and headlights to shine Mm. towards the location of the creature scurried off into. She saw a basketball-sized orange orb of light. That's a huge fucking orb. Like Everything I've caught on videos is like... 
a fucking, uh, I don't know, like a bottle cap or, uh, you know, a beer cap. It's always like something like kind of small, but even the ones that I've captured, if you zoom into them, it doesn't look like a dust particle. It looks like all the, like I've zoomed into them. It looks like all this crazy, I don't even know how to describe it. It looks fucking nuts. Yeah. So, uh, 60 meters, Astella adjusted her car, a basketball size orange orb light surrounding it was a fuzzy mist. The light glowed dimly and the hairs on the back of her neck stood on end. Without warning, a large, brighter orb of light suddenly swooped down behind her house, then flew low across the water. The red bright object was seen by Stella's two teenage neighbors who had seen the bright light come from the sky above and swoop down by the lake. Not far behind. <laughs> we were just trying them to play who Stella's has the bigger family. dick, and I see this fucking orb show up. <laughs> they were completely oblivious to the bizarre phenomenon happening just up the road. So yeah, she start her life it st- starts in 1961 and her and she lived a regular life before. Yeah, she was just a normal housewife cooking goddamn dinner but for here's fucking the thing. James Berg or whatever the fuck the husband's name is. I don't know how credible this is, but I cuz again, all the information that's available is the one that I, that I'm reading pretty much. There's there's they they did a bunch of of medical uh, exams on her, a bunch of of scans and whatnot of different doctors that 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 you know looked looked at her and her case, and supposedly she was diagnosed before with paranoid schizophrenia. <laughs> and for yeah. those that don't know, schizophrenics the the way because like Graham Hancock and a lot of these other pseudo historical people who talk about consciousness and whatnot they say consciousness is broadcasted to our brains and that that the brain is just an instrument of the soul so schizophrenics they they pretty much say that their their minds are wired differently did i tell you that i think we've talked about it yeah, I used to walk past churches and hear fucking screaming and shit. That's, that was your friend, right? Yeah, he's the one that uh, told me how to use a Ouija board. He like showed me how to makeshift a Ouija board out of a shot glass and a piece of paper. I, Is he dead? I, I know. Uh, I don't know. I, I saw him years and years and years ago at like a fucking fair. Um, but he was like seventeen and I was like fourteen, and I met him at the Saint Leonard's Society. I think I've told you that that was for like angry kids. And then so we became friends and he showed me all this paranormal bullshit. And the same I have that that perspective of schizophrenia where who knows, they could be seeing shit that we can't see. But also uh, when I was a kid and uh, my mom brought me to the doctor, they the doctor tried to call me a a schizophrenic paranoia or a paranoid schizophrenic. And um, then I went to this uh, Indian doctor because they t- uh, actually sent me to a psychologist to uh, just make sure that I was all right in the brain when I was, I don't fucking know, I was like 15, 16 or some shit. And I was going through a lot of crazy shit at the time. I was in a jail being a fucking idiot and putting myself through hell. And then this uh, Indian doctor, this psychologist told me nothing was wrong with me. Uh, I talked about how much I smoked weed because he thought that I was, um, uh, it was I think it was called a marijuana induced paranoid schizophrenia. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, this this uh, psychologist that had all this like great background and understood psychology and the way the brain works, she told me I was fucking fine. That weed is not fucking that bad for you. That is probably not even doing that much to my brain at a young age. It slows down development to an extent. But she said, "Yeah, you're you're fucking fine. You have normal thoughts like any other teenager would have if they were questioning their surroundings." So fuck you, Doctor Villar. <laughs> yeah, so again, their story. brains are wired differently and perhaps they're able to sense, like you said, 
sense something else from a yeah, different I wasn't dimension, seeing maybe? other shit. That would be kind of cool, though. I don't know about that. So <laughs> she was sh- supposedly she was admitted twice to a mental to a mental asylum, and then she was later diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia. So so who is she take telling? Because I will. I heard that why people think she's credible is because she never took it to no big news station. She just went locally to talk to like scientists and doctors that were just around the area of where she lived. That's why it's more credible that she wasn't trying to sell it to the big tabloids to make money off of it. Not like uh, what's your favorite author again? David uh, Wilcock. Corey. David Wilcock and, and the other Corey one, Corey Good. Corey Good is not a fucking author. It, fucking David Wilcock just found him and his stories because David oh, Wilcock... I thought they tried, were butt buddies. They probably are, but they try to... Uh, he just tries to bring in insiders is how he says, but just mm. like David Ike, just like David Wilcock, just like Alex Jones and everyone named it David and Alex, they have been right about a lot of shit recently, so... Sure. So, anyways, ah! take that take that as you will. That's the wrong button. <laughs> The four occupants, and this is one of her her most famous pictures, and yep. something that just blew my mind when I first when I first heard about it. So Stella happened to once again see strange lights. It was on the night of February eighteenth, nineteen sixty seven, that Stella stopped her car on Route thirty two near the intersection of Warren Road and Flint Street. She got out of her car to get a better look at the light. She noticed that another passenger car had pulled off the road and the driver too had gone out due to the odd nature of the lights. Stella asked like, the man... You see that? He, I see that. Yeah. This looks fucked up, dude. It's like, so, <laughs> but here's car. the thing. It's weird that whenever she sees this shit, other people see it. So yeah, maybe so it is like, something that has to do with her or yeah. maybe it is glitches in the Matrix. And just for... That's like... The whole thing about interdimensional travel and interdimensional beings is when you have a two when you have a two D object, right? Yeah. Or, or, or let's say you have a three D space. When you put a two D object in that, you're not able to see it immediately, right? And it, and it's like you know you get the cross section. You know, if if you, in, in a two D picture, if you put a three D object, you're only going to get a cross section of it. So I feel like that's what happens in the real world. These things exist exist on another realm of existence, on another dimension, another vibrational frequency, and they every once in a while we'll get a glimpse of them, you know, just like peeking in through our fucking no, dimension, I, no, I, or, I or you know what I mean. Um, and it's like you have to watch out for it. Like uh, my girlfriend's mother believes in a lot of uh, psychic phenomenon, and they've went to psychics that have. Billy is a piece of shit when it comes to psychics. He likes to think like, "Oh yeah, I could trick you." Yeah, psych- psychics are just tricking you. He doesn't want to yeah. believe, and and he he just thinks it's a joke. He thinks that psychics are a fucking joke, and. I've known Chelsea's mom went to a psychic and then she wrote everything down. And this is, I think when Chelsea was either little before she was born and everything the psychic said when she wrote it all down, because you almost got to write it down and forget about it because you don't want to like jinx it almost in some way. Because sometimes if you think, Oh, this is going to happen, you're putting it out there too much where it won't actually happen. And everything that she's, that they went saw came true. (laughs) (laughs) So, she sees the light. The other dude pulls over and still yeah. asked the man if he had two seen the lights to which the unnamed man responded with a dumbfounded yes. Did you see Stella that? Then ran, yes. Yeah, Stella, <laughs> Stella ran, then ran home to fetch her 8mm camera and headed back to the place. As she neared the intersection, she noticed two lights like before. However, this time she saw two bigger lights ascend 
from in between the power lines above. They slight, they silently joined the other two lights. One of the red lights stopped and bounced like a rubber ball. Stella remained out, out in the middle of the lonely road, catching glimpses of these strange lights. The bright lights bounced, traveled, and flew around her, Stella, uh, uh, giving Stella enough time to carefully observe and film them. At one point, she was joined by a cashier and a friend of Stella who was on her way home from a long shift. The two cars were parked next to each other as the woman watched in stunning wonder. So there's fucking people gathering around. And they can all see it. You've seen close encounters of the third kind, right? Yeah, parts of it. I, 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 either it, it, weird, third or yeah. fourth. The fourth kind, I the, think no, I saw. No, I'm talking about the original Steven Spielberg movie. No, no. Um, you should check it out. Actually, like I maybe saw it when I was a child, but I watched it recently, like well, a couple months ago last year, and I was impressed. I liked it. I made Chelsea watch it with me. And I liked the aspect of like everyone sees this UFO and they all get out of their cars. And that's the movie where the kids like stand by the doorway and they see all these lights like enter the house and shit. And it's actually fairly creepy. And I think you should check it out because you can find it on Prime. I think that's where I watched it. And I'm mm. like, I've never really seen it like now that I'm older. So I want to check it out. And it's it's pretty fucking creepy and good. And then at the end, they like talk to the spaceship. Like it sends them different signals of like, beep, boop, beep, beep, boop, boop, boop. <laughs> it's fucking weird, man. So. And I'll give my input on this after I'm done. Shortly thereafter, yeah. the lights vanished. A bluish light then appeared off in the distance and slowly approached Stella and her friend. She kept her camera pointed, pointed steadily at the nearing object. To their relief, it stopped about 150 feet away from them before flying away. Just then, a bright burst of white light blinded the two as another object also took off at an incredible speed up in the sky. And these are just All like orb-looking objects? Yeah, like yeah just, just orbs, orbs, right? Yeah. Big ass All the orbs. while, Stella camera, and uh, we'll get into that. All the while, Stella, uh, Stella's camera kept rolling. It took Stella some time and effort to find a projector to show her film. At first, she had taken her film off the object she dubbed the Red Bug to a laboratory in Springfield, Massachusetts for developing. That's when she learned that her 25-foot film seg- segment had been incorrectly spliced. Out of the 50 feet of, uh, 50 feet of film loaded in the camera, the last 25 were of her jeweler, jewelry, jeweler friend, friend's daughter and her fiance in an outdoor setting. However, the first 25 feet of the film did contain Stella's recording of the lights. So they had given her, she had borrowed a camera apparently because I heard an, an, an interview of her talking and on the film it had 50 feet, but the first 25 had already been used for a wedding. So she was able to use the last 25. It was... It was on April of 1968, my birthday month, that Stella finally purchased a Bell and Howell projector of her own, a new piece of technology that allowed her to slow down the footage she shot that fateful night. Yeah, because didn't she? Two frames a second. She only had a camera for a while, right? And then she borrowed a video camera. And are we going to get into when she starts filming around her house? Yeah, that's fucking creepy. When she was able to slow it down, she was able to see her, one of her the most famous picture that she has, the, the occupants. The bright object she filmed on the desolate road that night of 1967 contained a few frames of the heads and torsos of strangers, strange men in what Stella believed to be yeah, a craft of some sort. Yeah, so look up the occupants, and it's like a fucking weird Are you on picture. that, uh, that uh, ghost theory? Yeah. Okay, fucking So, weird. but here's the thing, dude. Here's, here's what, here's what hmm. fucks it up. The occupants, she shot it on silent film, an eight millimeter camera. 
right? It's a black and white yep. film, just a regular fucking camera. When they took that film, that picture, and they put it on a video film, they had a fucking sound, bro. And I want you to find the sound. I already have it. And it's ready to yeah, go. Yeah, well, so you, well, you, you can, can you play right now? Yep. So this is where we're getting at. I thought it, I thought she I thought she took this this video footage in her no. home. No, dude, she took it on the. That's why it's so fucking wild that she took it on a black and white photo, uh, 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 you know, uh, photography camera for photographs, yeah. silent. And when they put it on a fucking film for 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 voice. They record. They they were able to get a recording, which out is of it. crazy. It is supposed to be there. The, <clears throat> this camera was not able to actually record sounds. It was impossible no. for it to record that's sounds. Why, that's why I brought up that that and 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 a lot of her pictures, you can see like weird appendages coming. Like she has a self portrait where she has like a weird appendage on her face. Oh, I've and seen that. Also, it's fucking crazy. We will like post this on the Strange Room yeah. Podcast Instagram. I will post a lot of the pictures. From this, it's fucking crazy. Um, so and let's get into the clip right now. The the two D and three D. Uh, yeah. She captured sometimes like arms and like the fucking air and stuff like that, and like just it's fucking parts. weird. It's a lot of weird. the and it's in a lot of this footage and and pictures that she captured were almost like impossible to fake at the standard of the time of yeah. filming. And the fact that this audio, which I'm about to play, came from. Uh, a camera that wasn't able to capture sound at the time. So let's get into it. Uh, Walt Disney Studio to do it. A person like Stella Lansing could not do it. Even more mysterious than Stella's Super 8 image of the occupants is what happens when the film is transferred to videotape. Then, unidentified voices suddenly appear. Analysts could not explain how Stella's silent 8mm film with no soundtrack could suddenly produce sound, replayed here at a slower speed. I don't know what the fuck that says. It sounds creepy as shit, bro. It sounds creepy as fuck, dude. I was, I was listening to it when I was like driving through the woods like really? in the middle of the night. Yeah, and it was fucking creepy. Oh, that's so, fuck. It is fucking creepy. So how how crazy is that though? How crazy and, uh, is it that yeah, she was? Yeah, a fucking uh, uh, a camera, a video camera. Well, at the time, a very they and video cameras back then, kids like shot in frames, almost like a picture, where yeah. it just did it instantly, and they shot it in frames. And that camera was not supposed to have audio technology, where they were able to hear the audio through it. So and, and we'll get into it. We'll get into it more of it. Like, oh well, it could have been she. She fucked with the camera, but. They yeah. gave her, I think it was five different cameras, six different types of film, like of people who they they were like, you know, cameras that they for sure knew that she couldn't have tampered with because they weren't hers to yeah. begin with. And they gave it to her and she was able to get other pictures. Another another of her famous pictures is, I think, the 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 monk, I think they call it. Yes. Yeah. That and, shit's fucking creepy where the guy's like, the got, clock he's got work, his head yeah. up like this and his, his face and all stretched out. The other one is the Clockwork series, which yes, is a series of different fi- uh, pictures that were taken that they show the like a, almost like a clock around the, the frame of the picture, but they yeah. were all taken in different 
different areas at different times, and there's no way you could no. have transferred and it. And I will, frame I will post frame. this stuff on the the Strange Group Podcast Instagram because the time this comes out, I'll probably still be banned from the the group page on Facebook. <laughs> uh, but I'll post all of these pictures because they are pretty crazy, especially Fucking for the time wild, error and stuff like that too, which is nice. So the uh, next up is Enter the Doctor when Doctor Shorts met Stella Langs and he had already built a large following in the UFO community. So she, again, she was reaching out. She wasn't trying to be famous or be like a, like a, like a con artist or anything like that uh, regarding all this stuff. She reached out to local people, her family, and then eventually she reached out to Dr. Shorts. Uh, Before which we get to that, was, let me do her quote. I never saw the people when filming it. I can't tell you what object they came out of or what they were in. The only thing I could think of is that they must have come from the soft white object that was hovering while filming. And that's what she said about the occupant yeah. photo. You could have I mean, literally spiced that part of the video. Could have. <laughs> I guess her, yeah, so, she, she talks pretty weird. Just joking. Uh, Shorts was a psychiatrist with a keen interest in spirituality, UFOlogy, like and the paranormal. <laughs> yeah. A well rounded nice researcher, bro. you could say. <laughs> Dr. Shorts had just finished his lecture when Schwartz. a friend introduced him to Is that Schwartz. Schwartz. Let the Schwartz be with Schwartz. you, bro. <laughs> uh, when You've a friend space introduced balls, him right? to Space Balls, right? You've seen Space Balls, right? Uh, yes, like okay. a very long time ago. Okay, space balls. The Schwartz. Instead of the forest, <laughs> it's the Schwartz. It's fucking gold, man. So uh, as she poured her story and heart out to the men in the now-emptied auditorium, the doctor's doubts began to grow. However, upon hearing that Stella had brought with her evidence on film, his curiosity forced him to stay longer to examine the evidence. Dr. Schwartz writes, <laughs> I spend the time in the auditorium listening to one of the most unusual accounts of alleged, alleged repeated close UFO contacts that I have ever heard. On the surface, the data, the data were extraordinary, if not preposterous. Experiences involving strange little men, voices appearing out of nowhere, creatures, loss of consciousness, electric shock from the shimmering figure, a grasp, round hole in the ice, a craft possibly surfacing from the underwater... Minuscule footprints, religious symbols, bizarre harassments, etc. Fortunately, as I later learned, Miss Langsing kept meticulous records of her many experiences. So she, whenever she would film something, she would write on the outside of the film like, this is what happened, this is what I was doing, dates, times, all that shit. And so Dr. Schwartz first examined Stella. He performed a physical examination a neurological examination as well as an electrocephalographic exam. So that's a what? brain scans, EEG. <laughs> Electroencephalographic exam. Probably so would have uh, pronounced yeah. it uh, a little better than I would have. I would have been. <laughs> <laughs> her central nervous system also checked out fine. Stella passed her examinations with flying colors. However, when the when the psychiatrist when the psychiatric sessions began, Dr. Schwartz learned the extent of Stella's claims of abnormal activity that followed her. Stella told the doctor that in 1967, six years after initially coming in contact with strange lights, she had checked herself into a state hospital. This is what I was talking about earlier. Yeah. For years, she probably deciding, thought she was going crazy. Yeah. I mean, if you were to tell somebody, dude, if you were, honestly, Tom, if you were to tell me, hey, bro, I can, uh, I can peek into other dimensions, I'd be like... Tom, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I like, can, shut bro. up. Like, like if you told me, like, every night they come into my room and they touch me. 
It they happened. They touch you, Tom. Ghosts used to they take off me. my underwear and throw them across the room when I was a they kid. They touch me down there. <laughs> like I'll be like, dude, shut the fuck up. So, uh, so she had been uh, checked into a, a, she had checked herself into a state hospital. For years, the sightings of unidentified flying object and strange beings began to take a toll on Stella Langsing. She was admitted to the hospital and was under the care of hospital's director of clinical psychiatry. Under his examination, the doctor labeled Stella as a paranoid schizophrenic who suffered from hallucinations about seeing UFO crafts. Although not overly religious, Stella spoke of strange communications she was receiving telepathically about supposed UFO-related communications from Beezable, the fucking devil. She was Beelzebub? supposedly she, was, she talked to Beelzebub. Yeah, Beelzebub. <laughs> what the fuck? She thought she was. Which is, oh, that's even creepier. So she was probably talking to a reptilian, bro. Because I don't know, dude. Demons, I believe, are just different. And they might not even be reptilians, but de- I, I believe demons are not demons. Is the way the Bible sees them, they're just they're evil entities that do exist on some sort of frequency level. And Beelzebub. Yeah. Good old Bob, so, man. He's a he's a hardcore demon. Stella stayed under the doctor's care for an initial 10 days before checking herself out. However, not a month later, she had returned to the hospital, this time checking in for five weeks total. She she completed treatment and was released on the basis that she had no further reoccurrences. It was Dr. Schwartz who believed that Stella could could have gone a temporary... On a temporary psychosis brought on by the phenomenon she was experiencing. This was the 60s, right? Right? Or 70s? Yeah. So the almost, almost late 60s, early 70s. Yeah. Sure, she wasn't being like the first person to get hooked on cocaine. She had like psychosis. Oh, but maybe she, maybe fucking Stella. <laughs> maybe Stella liked to fucking party, bro. Who yeah, knows? That's true. It was Dr. Schwartz. So she had gone into a, a psychosis episode, right? Yeah. Uh, although Stella was Roman Catholic during her stay in the hospital, she was never described as someone overly pious. In oh, I was going to say, really, I thought she, when she was in there, she's like converted to Judaism or something. <laughs> she rarely talked about religion or scriptures of any kind. This was just Stella's mind trying to make sense of the voices, images, and visitations that had plagued her for years. Yes, for the indeed. past decade, Stella kept meticulous records of her encounters with the strange phenomenon. She kept journals of times and dates when she saw bright lights or strange creatures. In one instance, Stella claimed that her entire left hand had suffered some type of paralysis paralytic shock when she had photographed a shimmering figure oh so like it shocked her hand sent a fucking shock wave through her, through her yeah. hand while she took the picture right yeah yeah so Maybe. dr Schwartz began with the treasure trove which was stella's films the spools of of film which depicted strange blurry flashes of lights zooming in the sky or more interesting the images of strange out of place structures or things so uh here's a picture of of her self-portrait and you see like something on her fucking face. Yeah, bro. there's like these weird. Isn't it like a, almost like there's these boil looking like things? Almost, yeah, like, like a war or something. Yeah. It looks crazy. I bro. will like, definitely post all these to the page because there is a lot of photography that she took, and I want people to see it. So we will post it on the pages and stuff because it is fucking weird. The ones on her face is weird because like weird yeah. anomalies, like almost like a wart, but doesn't really look like a wart. It's fucking kind of gross. It's so the weird. men in black. On the night of April 15, 1971, Dr. Short Stella Langsing and a lady friend of Stella drove all the way down to the spot in Massachusetts, which Stella claimed to have a lot of encounters. The trio drove to a secluded area, killed the engine and the headlights, and stepped out of the vehicle and into the silent, still night. Within a few minutes, two yellowish glowing discs were seen up in the sky. The objects appeared to glide 
silently alongside each other, oftentimes merging into themselves before splitting up again. They so this watch is the more lights like a UFO then, not like uninterrupted. Yeah, or so, more like a UFO. So here's the thing. Have you seen that video of that one guy that calls a UFO like on live news? No. You never, dude, you never seen that video where the dude's like, so. I can make them come. And it's like some cool, like some wacko guy. And the, and the, the anchor's like, yeah, we didn't really believe him. He's like, he like does like a prayer. It's like, oh, please give us a sign or some shit like that. And then out of nowhere in the fucking distance, bro, is a UFO. On live I, I, news. I feel like I've heard about this before. But you should yeah, have told to, me. I would have played the clip, motherfucker. You, I, dude, you know. So look it up later after the show. Man, so, man commands UFO. Is that what I'm looking at? <laughs> um, is it a black guy? Why? Why does race have to do anything with this one? Is it a fucking black dude? What is it? Fucking uh, Barney Hill? No, <laughs> no, no. That's not. Let me see here. Use anchor. I'll post on the Instagram page uh, if I find the video or Juan finds it. And once the, when this comes out, I'll post the video because I think I know what video you're talking about because they, they thought he was a whack job, but then it's just like, look, our kid's right there. Yeah, I think they call him the UFO guy. The UFO man? Uh, reconnect. Let me see here. No, no, I'll have to, I'll have to find, I'll send it to you. Anyway, that's fine. Yeah, I'll post it on the page because so, I'm pretty sure I know which one you're talking about, but I think it's it was a while ago, wasn't it? Yeah, it just reminds yeah. me of this, where she's able to go somewhere and she's able to call upon the UFOs or whatever it is. And so as the three observed the craft, they were completely unaware of an approaching black car that had its headlights off. The car stopped about 100 feet from where the three stood. It suddenly blasted its bright headlight beams in their direction. Dr. Schwartz wrote about the unnerving encounter. So he uh, even so saw he, it, a psychiatrist, a fucking doctor. So he has saw two, this shit. She has two people in the car with her, her friend yeah, and, and the psychiatrist. Him. So that's why I feel like this lady isn't like full of shit. Like, you know, a lot of people could be full of shit. Like, especially back then, you could say whatever. Yes, I mean, look at the Bible, right? You could be like, bullshit. oh. This guy resurrected three days after. Like, we can't fucking confirm that, right? So, no, but if you could have it on video. So a classic Men in Black incident like, like those cataloged by the firmest researcher John Keel. So the incident that night led Dr. Schwartz to believe that something unexplainable was happening to Stella. Which is like Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd fucking, sw he swears to God he saw That's like... That's the uh, Ghostbusters guy? Yeah, yeah. He swore to God no. that like he saw this black vehicle following him around and that allegedly they stole some of his like footage and the stuff he was researching and how he saw this black car like you would see in the Men in Black movie that they hit the J, like don't hit the red button, that kind of car. And uh, he said he within it, he was on the phone with somebody in the blink of an eye, literally like a blink, the car just disappeared. And he thinks that has some cloaking device on it to hide it from his sight, essentially. So, in conclusion, as the scientific community began hearing about Dr. Short's research into Stella Langsing's phenomenon, the interest in her abilities grew. Many researchers tried to explain the bizarre photographs of crafts, lights, and the clock-like patterns infused in Stella's film as technical glitches. So, people were skeptical. Yep. They were saying, hey, her... Her equipment is 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 faulty. She's doing. She's fucking with her equipment. Da da da. That somehow that and they also claim that somehow light had filtered in the camera, causing the anomalies. That's they what they always say. I know it's e like there is a lot of stuff back then that they did fake, but yeah, 
this woman did not because I'm to sure have, there are yeah. people who did fake it. Oh well, yes, know what I, mean? I just don't think this woman had anything to gain from faking it. Usually, yeah, people no, have something yeah. to gain. They want notoriety or fame, or it's like Betty and Barney Hill. They had nothing no, to gain. No, they had from nothing it. to they gain were, at all. They were an interracial couple. Why you would know, you be like? The- I thought something was wrong with my dick. If he, <laughs> like if Barney freaks out thinking something's wrong with his penis. And yeah, uh, if he, yeah, listen back to that episode. Me and Billy covered that, and Billy even thought it for his skeptical ass. Thought it was weird, a very strange, weird story. So, however, not one of them ever managed to prove exactly how Stella captured those images. They were not able to explain how these images appeared on different types of cameras with different types of film, all showing the same patterns and ghostly images. Stella never regressed to the state of mind she was in in 1967 when she checked into the state hospital. After After the psychiatric help from Dr. Schwartz, she managed to keep her head together and continue her exploration into the strange phenomenon that surrounded her. It wasn't until 1991 that the television show Sightings got a hold of Stella and Dr. Shorts and ran a lengthy lengthy and concise segment on the phenomenon. Yeah, I I think that's what I saw. That's, I think, the clips that I saw. It looks grainy as shit now. During the the show's investigation, the exported Stella... The exported Stella's silent 8mm film of the occupants. So they extracted it onto VHS, and when they did that... They, that's when they found the fucking voices. That's so, crazy. Anyways, that's the end of that, and you can you can see that that episode online. It's called. Uh, it's on YouTube. It's yeah, you called can look up her name, and you can probably rare find it. experiencer super eight video footage UFO alien communication Stella Langsing, and it's an eight minute clip, yeah. and it shows you everything that they did, and it I think. What I think those those orbs of light... I don't know if you've ever seen ball lightning. Have you ever seen that? No, I have not seen fiery balls of lightning. So Is that an ACDC song? No, no, no. Look it up. Look up ball lightning. And it's it's a phenomenon that 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 you have these balls of lightning that just travel across the floor. I like how floor, many dude. times you keep saying balls. It makes me excited. <laughs> Seriously, though, dude, look up ball lightning so you can, so you can see what Chelsea, I'm talking about. Chelsea, you want to come on camera? <laughs> She's like hiding. <laughs> she just got home, I think. Yeah, this is a way. This is a crazy story. It was. A, it's weird and like I never even, as far as I can remember, I probably heard on Coast to Coast or something like at least parts of it. But I didn't really dive deep into this. I know the people have caught in caught weird phenomenon on film, but like the fact that she had nothing to gain, they can't prove how she faked these. Which when it comes to uh, ghost photos that people have faked. They thought always like, you know, they can prove it's double exposure or certain things where they put a, f- yeah. a f- uh, photograph on top of a photograph and shit like that. And they take a picture of that kind of thing, but they can't, they can't prove that, uh, she faked this. So what gets me is that she was able to replicate it on different cameras, different film at different times. She was able to get these weird anomalies every time. And what are the chances, bro, that every time you take a fucking picture, you're yeah, gonna catch yeah, something I know. weird and she on it. You know what I mean? So all so many different photos she has of weird anomaly, strange things. The weird clock one where it's all yeah. these like fucking weird. It looks like looks a, like a clock. Clock hands on a and just on a photo. It, there's no explanation and of how dude, that got well, that was done. Uh, and and speaking of that, the Clockwork series. If you when they zoom into those 
the the markings of the clock yeah. they're ufos bro they're what? little ufos yeah it's fucking wild well i'll have to post those well that will definitely be all over the strange root podcast when this is released we will post the pictures and why i might post them but i'm definitely going to put them on the strange root podcast page on instagram because uh, i'll probably still be banned from facebook most likely <laughs> and um so but it reminds me of like me we talked about uh on the one episode with uh that we did near Halloween last year we talked about ectoplasmic slime and there's yeah. a lot of photos of that and a lot of the time they proved it was fake because they could and this chick can't be proven that it no. was faked. I this think housewife. Stella was the real deal. I think she was yeah. able to peek into other dimensions and if, if it was like her aura yeah. like in tune with some other yeah. frequency well, i don't know that's but. true you could be connected to something else and you know i think the more you become in tune with like nature and and not a eating shitty foods you like the more you become closer with nature and able your body to feed off of it and become closer to different realities, she could have been opening herself up to stuff or, or yeah. sometimes they just choose you. Usually it's a guy out in the boonies named like fucking <laughs> Cletus and they fucking are like, Cletus, you like, and they, so they don't believe you, but sometimes there is yeah. the good entities that are maybe trying to send you a message. So who knows? Because the, the one photo of, um, that she like she and she like for all the people listening, she was taking photos inside of her home, and then yeah. all of a sudden, like it did not look like her house. The photos like did not look like anything yeah. like she was in. Like she was just taking pictures of random shit in her home, and then all of a sudden, I think I asked the one where she got the. Um, the monk guy and it's this yeah. guy and he's like kind of leaned up and his eyes are almost rolling in the back of his head and his it's, uh, face it's, is stretched out. It's an Arabic monk. Yeah, he's got guy. a fucking his turban face. on. Is like being stretched up like that. Like it's fucking weird. Yeah, and bro. he has a turban on, and she just like she just took this picture inside of her house, and then when they developed, this monk guy was just on the photos. So that's the that is the weird part to me, and the strange part is the fact that she was just taking pictures around her house, and when developed, found all these weird anomalies are looking, and she believes that she was looking into another dimension through these uh, photographs. And nowadays, with the cameras we use, I, I, I believe, I think it's harder to catch those things. I don't know if it's the clarity of the photos or people could always claim, right? You can always claim they were faked. So it's not as easy to fake things. It's actually more easy to fake things nowadays because you can just fucking put it in Photoshop. You're going. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that wraps it up for the yeah. Stella Langsing episode i think it was fucking awesome and i really enjoy looking into this shit it's fucking and weird stuff man yeah. strange stuff but uh yeah you, that was uh crazy we'll probably who knows what we'll hit you with next week because me and Juan are juggling a couple ideas what we're gonna do um but yeah like uh to support us, you can get a Strange Wands t-shirt. Uh, go to www.strangewoodpodcast.com. Um, I have a shitload of Strange Wood merch, but I need to get a Strange Wands t-shirt because that would be awesome. And, uh, yeah, you support us. Go to Patreon. Uh, me and Juan, the time this comes out, it should be up. We'll probably do a Strange News episode. We'll probably get into Ran episodes. Um Billy has been pretty busy with his new job, so I might have some different guests on. Who knows? You might hear Juan on a main show uh, sometime, just like the main show, because like 
Bailey even said he's like, he's getting busy like crazy. He's working all the fucking time. He thinks Fuck he's going to be retired by the time he's 50. I doubt it, but. Fuck you, Billy. <laughs> yeah, but who knows what's, <laughs> what's coming that one, in the future. What's that one movie where it's like, oh, Billy. And it's like fucking putting his That's, nipple uh, on. You've, oh, I'm glad you've seen Cable Guy. You didn't see Indiana Jones. You've seen Cable Guy. <laughs> of course, bro. Oh, Billy. <laughs> and we used to, when, when Billy first came on the podcast, we used to use that clip every time he'd come on the podcast. That was his intro <laughs> clip. Oh, Billy. And like, was it, um, what's his name? Broderick or whatever is like telling him, don't do that. Don't do that. You're going to get me killed. Cause he's like yeah. in jail and he's like showing the other guy and the guy like <laughs> blows the kiss at him and shit. I love oh, cable shit, guy. Uh, cable guy got a lot of bad reviews to show at that movie. You know who was originally supposed to play, uh, the cable guy, like Jim Carrey in that movie. Who? Chris Farley. Chris Farley oh, was supposed really? to play that role, which I think would have been a totally different movie by far. But I love. There is a lot of um, people like reviews, like uh, like you know the, the the fucking stupid critics that said that movie wasn't that great. But I think Cable Guy is creepy, I, weird, sad fucking it was movie. Fucking awesome. It's a creepy yeah. fucking movie, and then he like tries to kill fucking himself and hit that. What's his name? Broderick. Do you know that guy? Um, uh, Matthew Broderick killed a chick with his car. You know that? Well, which who's that guy? He's the the guy that Jim Carrey essentially harasses, and like puts in his cable and like see, starts giving him free shit. You know what I mean? The main uh, character, maybe. other than Jim Carrey, the guy that has the girlfriend, oh, but then oh yeah 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 yeah, no, he's been in a bunch of shit. Yeah yeah, no. yeah. Matthew Broderick is a, a, a I think a good actor. I've liked him a lot of stuff he's been in. Like he was Ferris Bueller and Ferris Bueller's Godzilla, Day bro. He was in fucking yeah, Godzilla. Yeah, he was original, the, the, oh, the original Godzilla, not the original Godzilla, but the '90s Godzilla movie. But he, uh, I think it was a woman he hit with his car and he got away with it, just Yikes. like that lady boy Bruce Jenner. Yep. Because he killed someone with his car. It's, it's, it's Caitlyn. It's yeah. Caitlyn to you. I refuse to call him Caitlyn. <laughs> so, yeah, dude, I, I had a lot of fun with this one. Yeah, this uh, was fucking trippy shit, man. Make sure to follow us on social media at the one on pod, at the one on podcast and at Strange Brew. Fuck yeah. Beef is up it, those Instagrams. Podcast, right? Yeah, now I changed it. It's podcast because for some reason I couldn't add Strange Brew Podcast before, but now I found it. So maybe someone fucked off because there's that stupid ass prog rock uh, podcast. There's a bunch of old dudes and it's called The Strange Brew. And I don't know why they stole that from a Canadian fucking movie, but they just talk about prog rock and it sounds horribly fucking. boring. Canadians, eh? <laughs> so yeah, we'll uh, we'll get into some crazy shit, especially like you know, it's the, the summer will end in two months, and we'll probably start getting into some really really strange topics when it starts nearing Halloween too. My favorite time of year. Yeah, and then uh, stay tuned for the next strange ones. Yeah, fuck yeah. Maybe maybe we'll do some weird stuff to do with the you know it's it's getting hot summertime. Maybe we'll do something to do with that, like weird strange vacation things or something like that. We'll we'll, we'll see what's on the docket. We'll get into it. Awesome. Peace. What a Later. Hail Thoth. Hail Thothy boy. Hail